Hey, what's up everybody? This is Austin Haynes with the Waking Justice Project, and this is your daily wake-up call. Here's what the corporatocracy is up to today, October 23rd, 2019. You can visit our website at wakingjustice.org for more details. Here are the headlines. It's Whistleblower Wednesday today, where each Wednesday we focus on whistleblowers, the brave activists who work to expose the corporate takeover of our democracy. Some of the most important patriots in U.S. history were whistleblowers. In fact, the U.S. was practically founded by whistleblowers. For a brief history, you can check out our first edition of Whistleblower Wednesday in our October 2nd podcast. Today, we'll be focusing on whistleblower Chelsea Manning, who released one of the largest troves of classified government documents in U.S. history. We'll get to the substance of her leaks in just a moment, but first, here's a quick bio. Chelsea, who was formerly known as Bradley Manning, is a U.S. citizen born in Crescent, Oklahoma. As a child, she presented as a boy, but often dressed as a girl in private. She was raised Catholic, but Chelsea says she, quote, never believed a word of it. Later, in the military, she would wear customized dog tags that simply said, humanist. In 2001, at the age of 13, Chelsea and her mother moved to Wells, her mother's homeland. Chelsea showed an early talent for computers. Schoolmates considered her a hot-headed computer nerd, and she got bullied a lot. Chelsea eventually returned to the US, and in 2007, she enlisted in the Navy. By 2009, she was deployed to Iraq to work as an intelligence analyst at a US Army base outside of Baghdad. In her new role, she was granted access to a wide range of classified information, including top-secret combat footage recorded by soldiers in the field, as well as confidential text messages called diplomatic cables between U.S. State Department officials. And in the war logs, she learned about war crimes against Iraqi civilians, including torture and summary executions. In the diplomatic cables, she learned about crazy, almost criminal political back dealings, particularly in regards to the country's elections. Chelsea became so disturbed by the dehumanization and exploitation, she decided to find a way to get the information to the U.S. public. She wanted Americans to know about the true nature of 21st century asymmetric warfare. In late 2009, Chelsea made multiple attempts to leak her secrets to the Washington Post, the New York Times, and Politico, but none were interested. She also contacted Julian Assange of WikiLeaks, and by January of 2010, she began uploading war logs to the WikiLeaks portal. Altogether, Chelsea leaked over 700,000 top-secret war logs, diplomatic cables, and other confidential info to WikiLeaks. By the end of March, WikiLeaks posted their now famous collateral murder video 
showing Iraqi civilians and journalists being gunned down by U.S. soldiers aboard a helicopter gunship. At the time, the military had issued a press release claiming, quote, insurgents were killed in a firefight, but the leaked video shows clearly there was no such firefight taking place. The U.S. military was caught in a cover-up. As the leaks rolled out, Chelsea had confined her activism to a fellow hacker named Adrian Lamo, who eventually reported Chelsea to federal authorities. Chelsea was arrested in Baghdad and transferred to a camp in Kuwait. While being held in Kuwait, she was found with a sheet that was fashioned into a noose to commit suicide. Over the next several months, while Chelsea was awaiting trial, WikiLeaks continued to publish the leaks, including Iraq war logs detailing civilian deaths, torture, and summary executions, confidential files on detainees at the U.S. base in Guantanamo, Cuba, that revealed many of the detained held there were innocent, including young boys, and U.S. State Department cables exposing widespread corruption in regimes across the Middle East. The State Department files also showed widespread corruption between Hillary Clinton's State Department and foreign nations, including evidence that State Department officials had helped American clothing companies pressure Haiti not to raise its minimum wage. As indie journal Lee Camp reported at the time, Hillary Clinton worked with U.S. corporations, Levi's, Hanes, and Fruit of the Loom to pressure Haiti not to raise their minimum wage to 61 cents an hour from 24 cents. State Department cables also exposed that Hillary's State Department was supporting opposition to the democratically elected president of Venezuela. By August 2013, Chelsea was sentenced to 35 years imprisonment for leaking classified information. But before leaving office, President Obama reduced Chelsea's sentence to a total of seven years imprisonment. She was released in May of 2017. While Chelsea was serving those seven years, Julian Assange had been granted political asylum at the Ecuador Embassy in London. And as we've reported, Newly elected President Moreno of Ecuador gave up Assange in exchange for a multi-billion dollar loan deal from the IMF. Moreno was negotiating his IMF loan deal in March of 2019, right around the time when Chelsea Manning was subpoenaed for a new grand jury investigation into WikiLeaks. Chelsea refused to testify, releasing a statement on Twitter, acknowledging that, quote, I stand in solidarity with many activists facing these odds, and I will stand by my principles. I will exhaust every legal remedy available to change the secrecy of these proceedings, and I am prepared to face the consequences of my refusal. A federal judge found her in contempt of court, and she remains imprisoned at the time of this recording. Chelsea leaked a massive burden of proof about the corporate greed and war crimes of the U.S. corporatocracy. Yet not a single official was ever indicted for their wrongdoing. And Chelsea is back in prison. The vast depth of corruption she revealed about the U.S.-led corporatocracy reminds us that it is beyond delusional to think that we can ever vote such entrenched, 
and money deletes out of power. We have got to wake up. We have to realize that our best and only real leverage against this corporate plutocracy is mass organized economic boycott. Gandhi understood this in his fight for India's independence. So did American workers in their mass strikes in the 1930s. Martin Luther King during the bus boycotts and restaurant sit-ins in the 1960s. Cesar Chavez during the grape and salad boycotts in the 60s and 70s. And college students boycotting South Africa to end apartheid in the 1980s. If you want to learn how all of us in the work of global justice can join together in strategic boycott and force this corporatocracy to the people's bargaining table to end all this injustice and corruption and to save our planet, please visit our website at wakingjustice.org. You can check out our about page and listen to our first podcast. And if you want to get involved, please fill out the join us form at the top right of the page. Or you can email us at info at wakingjustice.org. We'd love to hear from you. We're running out of time. Join us. Peace. You must be involved in the struggle for freedom and justice. Justice is rising and it ain't just us, it's all of us. If it's our love.